0: This episode is sponsored by realtor.com who wants you to take advantage of your free profile on realtor.com by claiming and completing your free profile, adding a photo and all of the information that puts you head and shoulders above the competition. You're on your way to receiving free leads, helping search engines find you and staying top of mind with past clients to learn more about claiming your free profile, go to realtor.com forward slash profile. everyone. Welcome back to the Real View podcast. I am your host, Allison Wiley. Joining me today is our special guest, Joe Pusillo. He is the Senior Managing Director and the Head of Brokerage at Truehold. And Joe is joining our show today. To dive into the world of sale leasebacks, share a little bit about his experience, what he does, and give advice to you all into how you can make this sale leaseback world maybe work for you. So we're really excited to have you on, Joe, and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here and tell everybody about the wonderful world of sale leasebacks.
0: Before we get started on today's show, I have to ask our signature question. Um, I asked this question to all of the guests who joined me on the podcast, which is since the show is called The Real View, I would like to know what is your favorite view, a special view? What is your best view or something that you like to look at or see?
1: I love to look at the ocean from a balcony on a resort. Yes. <laughs> it's, my, it's my happy place, so got to work really hard so I can get out there.
0: There you go. Doesn't get better than that, right? I'm a big ocean beach person too. I know there's some people out there who are like, never put me on a beach, but I love the water. I love being in the sand and so beautiful and so peaceful. So cool. All right. Well, I want to hear a little bit more about you, Joe. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Give us some background history on your career, how you got started in the real estate world, and tell us a little bit about your career journey.
1: Yeah. So I've been in the wonderful world of real estate now for over 25 years. I graduated school as an engineer and just didn't like it, loved to do sales. And I've always wanted to be in real estate. So I started as an agent in my 20s and started moving through the ranks and started managing. And then what I've really focused on during my management and executive career in real estate, is startups and new product development really kind of taking the technology world that I lived in before and bringing it into the one the world of real estate? So most recently, I was at Amherst Residential. They're one of the largest real estate investment trusts in the world out here. They've got about forty-four thousand homes that they manage and acquire. I was head of real estate there, so all of the acquisitions, leasing, transaction management, the fun stuff in real estate. But what I really did there was build out a partner network like we're trying to do here at Truehold, an off-market team. We built a portfolio team and we forexed the company in about a year and a half. So it was a really great, fun experience for me. And that's really what I like to do with companies. I've done a couple of startups. I worked in the big beast, Realogy for now Anywhere Real Estate for anybody listening to that's relatively new. But anywhere I was a senior vice president of agent development and online education, and we did all we did lead generation for them, taught them how to lead gen. We had CRM tools we built from. So we brought a lot of technology suites into. Uh, Realogy and then and then brought in some company generated business to help newer agents get off the off the stump and get moving so it's always been in building or growing or developing something that's what i love to do it's the engineering me I guess right
0: yeah it's pretty cool you've been able to kind of blend the two worlds together you know your background and your schooling and engineering and then bringing the real estate side of things together so it makes sense that kind of you landed in this sweet spot between um the two of those So I want to hear a little bit more about Truehold, about what it is, what you do there, kind of your role, you know, maybe a little bit about what you do there and and how the company works and all that good stuff.
1: Truehold is a unique company, right? So a lot of these investment firms just want to buy houses and put them in giant portfolios. Truehold is a very customer-centric real estate investment trust that focuses on sale leasebacks, right? So what that does is that allows an owner To get cash out of their home interest free and only for the fee of a partner. So a realtor charges their five or 6% fee, which, depending on market and competition, that's the only fees the seller will ever pay. The rest of the equity in their home comes to them. Now, what can they do with that? There's a whole plethora of things. But the really cool thing is they don't have to leave the house, they just raise their children and they don't have to worry about. Open houses and people traipsing through their house and all the other fun stuff. What they get to do is have very little disruption in their life, get all the money that they need for cash payments on medical bills, whatever is in their life. In my scenario, call two college tuitions coming up next year. Would love to have some cash out, but don't, I'm not ready to leave, right? I want to be there. I want my kids to be able to come home from college and do the thing. But when they graduate and they're on their own, do I really want this big house four years down the road? So it's a great product for me. We can go through all the personas as we go through the podcast here, but there's so many different scenarios that are so unique to this that gives so many different solutions for sellers, whether they're in distress or they just need money that they never had before. What I'm doing here is trying to get this out to our partner network. So we're building realtor networks right now, and we're, we're trying to teach them how to use this as another channel of business for them. Two ways, right? They can use it to develop their own business, right? So we build white label marketing kits for them, postcards, social media posts, letters, landing pages. We're building a portal out for them to submit properties to us and work with us, but. Use those marketing materials and brand yourself as a local leaseback expert. Educate the people in your area as to how it can help them, or they can use it for their current client base. Think about this. How many people buy new construction or out of state and they get stressed out because they got to either sell the house and go rent something somewhere or go get an expensive bridge loan? Well, sell your house to Truehold, Stay in it for six months, seven months, eight months, nine months, however long it takes that construction to get finished or however long it takes you to get down to Florida and find that new house that you want to get in the warm weather from being up here in New York or Ohio, right? It's a perfect combo because again, you're going to pay a realtor commission selling it either way, but now you don't have to pay the additional fees for a bridge loan or try to stress out and move all your stuff into storage in a small apartment. It's just a great product all around. So we really want them to look at it that way. Use the materials we help you define and market yourself and get new clients but also help the clients that are working with
0: you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, maybe we should just kind of give a rundown of the sale-lease-back process. You know, if for anyone out there listening who is not really familiar with what this means, never heard of it before, could you give a little uh, rundown of how the sale leaseback process works, what that's like, how it can be a good fit for both realtors and homeowners. I know you mentioned kind of a little bit, you know, from your perspective and things like that, but I would love to kind of get a full comprehensive picture of what exactly the sale-leaseback process is and how it works.
1: It's a simple process for the realtors up front because we have the sale and then the leaseback, right? So it's really a two to three step process. If a partner, a realtor partner, identifies a property where a consumer is interested in having a sale-leaseback, what we're going to do is we're going to price the house just like they would, Right. If it fits our criteria, we're going to look at sales comps around there. We're also going to look at rental comp because we have to acquire the home and lease it back. They want to be completely transparent with the partner and their seller up front. So what would happen is we would get them a market offer. And, and again, here's the one thing I want to make sure everybody there's a People think that there's uh, all these investors are up to low ball and do all that. And by the way, there are predatory investors out there. That's real. But... You look at how we got in the market. We want this owner to be there for a long time. We want them to feel good because the longer they stay, we have an owner that is going to stay in the property and take care of it. And we automatically have somebody renting it on day one and don't have to stress out about that. So we want happy customers. So what we're going to do is be very transparent with them. Here's the rent we would charge you at a market rate compared to all the other homes in the area. We're not going to overcharge you. We're going to show you where the comps are. And here's the price we would pay for the house based on the input that they gave us. We really want them to give us a lot of information, as many photos, there's something wrong with it. Because what we don't want to do either is do the bait and switch thing, where we give you a great price and then we inspect the house and have to come down. So we try to really do our diligence up front. Again, transparency and honesty is really what we try to do. When we get all that done and we've got a great price and a rent that the owner has agreed upon, then what we're going to do is just go through an old process for realtors that. We have a 10-day diligence period where we'll inspect the home. As long as everything's okay, we can close in 20 days from there. It's a cash offer. No other contingencies, no issues. As long as it clears title, we're good to go. You get cash at closing. And then literally right there, you'll sign your lease. And the next day, you are now a tenant. So now we have the lease back probably. So you never have to leave your house. The only thing you have to do to leave your house is go to the bank and collect your check.
0: And who doesn't like doing that, right? (laughs) Right?
1: And it's cash. It's like here today. Yeah. You don't have to wait for it, right?
0: It sounds like there's a lot of benefits in it for people that, like you mentioned, you know, need that access, want to take advantage of the home equity, especially because we've heard so much about how much home equity has grown since COVID, you know, the value of homes has risen and we're seeing more people staying in their homes longer, which means they have more of that equity built up. Just, I'm kind of curious, do you know, is this kind of like a new thing that we're seeing? Has this been going on for a while? Like, when did the idea of the sale leasebacks really begin? And have you seen a big takeoff just knowing what we've been through with some of the market conditions and where we are today?
1: Yeah, you know, sale leasebacks have been around for a few years. There are some competitors that try to do it, but they don't do it like we do it. They're very risk adverse. So they'll hold back a lot of the money. There's a couple of our competitors out there that, only allow 75% of the equity to be released and keep 25% of it. Only other real competitors out there are finance companies where they have fractional ownership and they'll give you 50% of your money back and you can release it back and maybe try to buy it back later. There's all kinds of bait switch things going on, but really the one true company that right now that all I know, and I know there's a lot of small mom and pops trying to get going with it, but the company that really does it is really just Truehold right now. Pay the realtor fee, everything else is yours. There's just fee upon fee upon fee and all these other folks. It's become popular for exactly what you said. There's record levels of equity in homes and there are a lot of people that can't get the home equity out. You know, one of the cool things about us is we qualify tenants, but say you just don't necessarily have a great FICO score or you don't have the income to pay the rent and you, but you have $150,000 in equity in your house. Well, you know what we'll do? If you want to stay for two years, we can prepay your. We can take the rent out of your equity at closing. We'll prepay. You won't have to pay a dime for two years there, right? So we can help people that are in financial distress get out of that. You're seeing more people wanting to use it for that. Unfortunately, things like divorce where people don't want to, they need to separate, but use that to sell the house to split the equity or get a fee lock and get more debt to themselves. No, the one parent and the children can stay in the house. The other one can move out they split the equity, less disruption and in a highly disruptive moment in a family's life. So there's a lot of different factors that happen for it. But the increase in equity is real, to your point, people are staying in their houses longer; they're not moving because what of their options. They're going to pay more than what they bought and their interest rate's going to be higher.
0: Yeah, and it's so true because, you know, even I sometimes think, I mean, I know my home value is like more than doubled, you know, from what I paid for. It. And I'm like, oh my God, I would love to cash in on this equity, but then you got to rebuy. So, you know, that's the problem that, you know, we run into a little bit with some of the sellers and things like that going on now. So this can really be an attractive situation, I think, for a lot of different parties involved. And you kind of mentioned just a few different scenarios and people that you see really taking advantage of this situation. Are there any other types of groups or audiences that you're seeing really cashing in and taking advantage of these sales packs?
1: Well, Absolutely. So I talked about financial distress. And, and by the way, how many people know people that have some kind of financial distress today in this world? It's pretty tough. So any type of financial distress, as long as you're not in bankruptcy, we can help you because we can prepay the rent, right? So there's a lot of great things we can do there. Seniors, great opportunity. But I'll give you an example. We had a guy that just bought a RV with his money. <laughs> he's driving around. It's his gas money, his food money. When he's Every month he goes out for a different excursion But he has home to come home to for the holidays with his grandchildren and children. He didn't want to give his house up, but he was only on Social Security, so he couldn't afford to do a home equity loan because he didn't have the income for it. So seniors are a perfect example of how your equity is trapped until you sell it or you pass away and pass it on. It's a great opportunity. One of the real big ones, too, is that bridge loan option I talked to you earlier before about people and so many of your listeners people that, that are buying new homes or they, they work in the new home construction and we could be a great option for them but we have that flexibility it's not like hey the minimum lease is six months but you can stay seven eight nine ten you can just keep extending until you're ready to go so and the same thing with the people moving in florida there's a whole bunch of different scenarios for this and here's the real cool thing too is now you don't have to take care of your house either so so the seniors the one really big thing for the seniors not only is I unlock my equity, but I don't have to deal with the roof when it leaks. I don't have to deal with the heating system when it goes down.
0: This episode of The Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org, and then click on the pre-license course locations.
1: look at tax lien lists like everybody wants to find a lead list right unfortunate things when you look at tax lien lists most of those are seniors because uh, their mortgage gets paid off and they don't know how to pay their taxes now and these poor people are losing their houses we can save them so it's great solutions
0: there really is and there's a lot of opportunity i think for a bunch of different people you know no matter your situation this could be an option for you if this is something that you're interested in I want to talk a little bit about the type of homes that you see doing this. And you mentioned kind of the the clientele and some of the people who you see a lot of that are doing this, but the houses that you're seeing, what should we look for in homes that could be a potential sale-lease-back situation?
1: So it has to be the proper investment for us. Unfortunately, we're not buying million-dollar homes and renting them for $1,200 and hoping we can make a return on our investment. You typically have to look at where the market rents are. Usually somewhere in around 10x that price. So in in Ohio, for example, we're in about that 100 000 to 300 thousand dollar range. Two beds plus we rent two bedroom apartment places all the time. By the way, typically very hard to sell for your listeners. We'll buy them. We are looking in areas that have rental density. So it's very important to understand. We said this earlier. We have to have comps to prove something out. So if You have that $100,000, $200,000 house, but it's way out in the farmland and nobody nobody rents out there. While it fits the buy box, the location doesn't work best for us. So it should be close to good school systems, dense areas, business, organizations, places where people are coming to rent or live and want to be. It's really that's it. We'll take any condition home to a limit, right? We We don't want to have to drop it to the ground. If it's boarded up, we're probably going to pass on it. But we're not afraid to put rehab into a house. And we will do that if there's safety issues. For example, if an owner owns a house and there's a hole in the front deck and we're worried about them ripping their leg up, falling through the hole. Well, we're going to fix things like that immediately once we take occupancy. And again, another benefit, a leaky roof, we're going to fix it.
0: I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about the role that realtors can play when it comes to sale leasebacks. What do you see Realtors' role being and how can Realtors get involved in this world of sale, lease, backs? And, and from your perspective, talk to us about the, the advantages and how Realtors can get involved in this type of thing.
1: Well, they can reach out to us. They can go to truehold.com. We have a partner section. and you can mm-hmm. click on a button and fill out a form and we'll be happy to follow up with them. Why do you want to get into it? Any good realtor in the industry, they know they work off the niches, right? So it's always important to have one more thing in your chest, right? One more option. How many times somebody says no to you that you don't have an option for? This is another channel for smart realtors who actually market themselves and get out there as a marketing professional, you understand. It's another channel for them to go after. But it's also a great channel for them, for all those consumers that, well, you know, I want to sell now. I want to sell in two years, but not right now. I want to sell when I'm a little financially strapped and I don't know where I'm going to go. Here's a great one. How many times do your listeners hear this one? Why would I sell? I'm just going to go somewhere and I'm going to have to pay the same amount. I'm never going to get my equity. Why would realtors work with us? Because we're going to get the consumer to say yes to all those why. We have that option. And if they take the marketing kits and the landing pages and everything we built for them, customize them, but it's all white labels. We want them to be branded as the sale east back expert. We will educate them. We have onboarding calls with them. We walk them through our buy boxes. We walk them through all the marketing, we walk them through everything. And we sit there side by side and help them get that out there in market. Why do we wanna do that? Well, instead of having someone like me at the top of the mountain yelling, why shouldn't we have a bunch of people that are in there day to day going out and doing it? The cool thing is, is, they get a sell-side commission. And here's the other thing too. We're not going to buy every house it has got to fit our buy box. We're not going to say no a lot, but there are countries who say no. What is that for them though? What did they just get? Because they marketed to that, the sale lease back out there, they got a seller lead. So they can turn it into a deal. Now, it might not be out for a few years, but this is another way for them to get seller leads they never had before. And they get their commission. We do co-broke, but we only take two and a half points. The rest is theirs. It's just a great way for them to get in front of sales. And we all know when you control the inventory, you control your income.
0: Speaking about the market, that's such a challenging part of what we're experiencing now is this lack of inventory. And I think, you know, this is such an innovative way to find new leads, find new people that, you know, are willing to sell their homes, but still stay in them. I think there's just a lot of benefits to that. But with the benefits, are there any challenges or downsides that you experience? You know, anything that we should kind of be aware of as realtors and consumers, too, when it comes to this type of thing, anything out there that maybe is a misconception or, or challenges that exist or any downsides to it? I
1: don't know that there's a lot of downsides. you got to want to be able to rent back. So there are certain people that want to own their house and they have to own their house, and that's great. Downsides are just not getting educated properly on the product. It is so new to the industry right now. I'd say the downside for some realtors, they're gonna just come in and start yelling at, say, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. They don't onboard with us. They don't spend the time and educate. They don't market themselves. And they just kind of throw the junk properties that they can't sell over at us. There's a downside to that because A, it's a bad brand for them. They didn't spend the time to understand it. They're making promises they can't keep. So I'd say the caution, I would say, is if you want to do this, we'd love to talk to you, but you got to really kind of commit to spending the time on the phone with us. And by the way, it's like an hour long onboarding and then we just talk to you regularly. Then we get your marketing kits for you, but use them and do things with them. I'd say that's the biggest challenge. For homeowners, if you need cash, it's an interest-free, low fee, because again, the real estate sales fee, which you would do either way if you're selling a house. The all the money is there for you to do what you will. And we will work with you if you have bad debt. So there's a lot of upside for an owner that needs money that wants to stay. There's no hooks, there's no side things, there's nothing like that. We're not gonna, we only put the rents up two and a half points a year, so it's $25 on the thousand per rent. Again, we want happy people. So if you need money, it's not much of a downside to interest cash really quick in 30 days.
0: Really good stuff there. And when you talk, to about having this skill and expanding this in our realtor toolbox, do you have any other advice, you know, when it comes to realtors who, you know, were in a changing, ever-changing market, different than maybe what we experienced a few years ago with COVID and coming out of that? In addition to this, what other advice do you have for realtors to kind of expand their business and gain a new skill or a new tool in the realtor toolbox?
1: Diversify yourself. 25 years in this industry. You are in a, a changing market. You're in that, what we like to call a transition market right now, right? We had a great buyer market. Everybody's skeptical right now. So you can do one of two things. You can always do what you've always done and get what you're getting right now. You have to start to diversify yourself. You have to understand why the consumer won't sell, or won't list. You need to be more patient with them, offer them services, be uh, someone that can give them advice, listen to them, don't pressure them. Outside of something like sale, lease back, make sure you have a full network of people that can offer whatever service they might need right now. Because when they're ready and this thing turns, you're going to get that business back. And it's always best. I've always found this in the tough times. Don't be a salesperson. That advisor, that confident, the person there to help them make the biggest financial decision of their life and listen to them. But get yourself out there, use your social media accounts, use technology. It's the way the world's going right now to make sure you get your message out. I'm here to help.
0: For both realtors and consumers who kind of want to maybe start with this or maybe, you know, learn more, investigate a little bit more, see if this is something that's right for them. Um, what advice do you have on ways to get started? How should we begin this process if this is something that we're interested in?
1: So like I said, they can go to the, the realtors, can go out the true hold and we have a partner section feel free to put my contact information in any links you want they can email me or linkedin they can find me joe Pasillo on linkedin or just email me direct and we'll be happy to set up a consultation with you explain the product explain how it works explain how you can market yourself and you can get that out there consumers i would say to you talk to your realtor and tell them hey, I'm interested in this. You need to call Truehold because I don't want to take the business from the realtors. I want it to come through them, call them and say, hey, call Truehold. I want to do this sale back thing.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important to mention and emphasize is that this can really be a good partnership and another professional development opportunity for our realtors. I mean, I think that's so important that you all are passionate about the role that realtors play in this and want to work with them and want to include them on this process. And I think that's good, you know, for our realtor members to know is that there are companies out here um, that are willing to work with you on this and that see realtors as a valuable part in the home buying process, which is what, you know, we always want to emphasize. So I think that's good to mention, Joe. Any other thoughts on the importance of working with Realtors and kind of what we can bring to the table. And when it comes to these sales specs,
1: a great realtor is an educated realtor that knows their markets and know what people are thinking about. So, again, that trusted advisor just continue to be that person if you want to get started with this, which is another again tool in your chest right now for you to grow your business. So, just remain that, keep that path going right now. We're here to help you. We really are. We want to grow partnerships here because. The end game for both of us should be a very happy consumer and where they want to be, right? We want to get them that money, give them their space, give them their home. And at the same point in time, you're doing a great service to them. Not only are you keeping them in their house, maybe saving their house, you're getting this money to get their life back in track or do whatever they need. So keep that mindset of that trusted advisor. I know I beat the drum before, but I've always said this, when you don't think about the money, you'll be very successful. When you think about the people, you will have all the money you could ever have.
0: So true. I love that. Well, I think that's a great way to end the show. Thank you again, Joe, for coming on, sharing a little bit more about the world of sale leasebacks and how your products can kind of help in that process. So I really appreciate your time and expertise today.
1: Thank you, Allison. Appreciate it.
0: And to all of our listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back with you next week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohio slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We wanna hear from you. Email us at podcast at Realtors.org We'll see you next time.